Greetings and welcome everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamecast, episode 434. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinsod. What's up? And Tony Korkanakis. What's down? What's, yeah, what's left and right? Up, down, up, up, right? Up, down, up, down, left, yeah. right, left, right, ABA, Spock, start. Yes, that's the new name of the podcast. I think someone's <laughs> probably... Probably someone's already taken that one, but yeah, uh, anyways, down, down. <laughs> well, yes, welcome listeners, welcome viewers to the Gamecast 434. Uh, we we have a great topic for you guys tonight. Well, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm like <laughs> getting this rolling now. I threw myself off with that up, up, down, down. Um, we have a great topic for you guys tonight on uh, the monetization of games, the DLC parts of games, and should maybe the retail price increase instead? Is $60 enough for a game, or is you know the $10 packs, or the $30 DLC, or what What? What? what part of, like, where's your money stop? Where do you think is not value, and where should it go? So we're going to get into that topic. Uh, but first, let's kick it off with what we've been up to, guys. I'm going to kick this off, because I'm about to get Tony and probably Corey laughing um, because I uh, am going to probably not be continuing <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> uh, I, just, I had to kick it off with this because I have played the game now six hours, six and a half hours. Story got to you. It's like, what is the story? Like, <laughs> what is the story? <laughs> yeah, play Dream Drop Sleep or whatever so, it is. <laughs> this I is like a distance. sequel to that game. Like yes, I came to I came to the realization that this game is very much like what we had with Final Fantasy fifteen, which was a very good game, like while we were playing it. But you remember at the end when we like we all got really just burnt out on the game, like we're just done with the game. Like it was a lot of fun and then we just kind of were like, eh, no more of this. Tony, I think I think you had that conversation with me, right? Do you remember that? Wait, which game? Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. the last, the, what is it, chapter 13? Or, yeah. Or, chapter I just, 13. Just, the, like, well, that's not the ending, but chapter so, 13 was just like the worst. Yeah, so what happened, and when you finished the game, you were pretty much done with it. You didn't want to go back to it, and it's just like, whatever. So the thing for that is, I think the game was very antiquated in terms of its systems, and obviously it was. It was in development forever. But the f- first part of that story carried us along, the whole bro fest and the, the fun part of that, like hopping around town with your friends. I think that carried that game oh, along. Man. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think so this game has nothing about the story that's interesting at all in the least bit to me whatsoever uh and the 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 shininess of disney characters wears off so fast because they keep throwing this square final fantasy style characters at you that you don't care about at all and it's just like and the well, combat's not good. the previous game, you, you may care about the characters but sure but <laughs> i i was trying to find out about that so i've listened to people talk and i've also read things and nobody knows what's going on in this fucking game like there's people that don't know what's going on at all they've been playing uh, i know i know i know i i trust me i've i've had my friend crystal uh try to explain it to me i'm just like there there are, there are clones of characters there are clones yeah, of clones yeah. People that use the same name that are actually two different characters. I'm just like, what? Do you, what the fuck is going on with the writing I, of this game? Like, it doesn't make sense. I don't know, but it's jumping in on the third one. Uh, I thought it'd be okay just because I'm like, ah, they'll explain things and they'll, you know, because they're not gonna just. It's a. It, the game. How long has it been? Ten years since Kingdom Hearts two. Yeah, and this is so not think, a sequel to Kingdom Hearts two though. No, right. so they gotta explain stuff, right? No, they they explain right. nothing. Yep. Yeah, uh, no, my friend, com- oh, my, yeah, my coworker, he's played them all, and he did, he actually just finished it um, on Sunday. The third. Does one. he know what's going on? Well, well he said yeah, like, he's he actually replayed them all before. before okay, and uh, he he said he, he's 
it was much more enjoyable going through it again and playing the third one. And he thinks he could understand people's complaints with it if they didn't go back through yeah. the other games. Because so, he played all of the other games before playing this one. Yeah, so I'm still looking for that game to yeah. hook me to play, except for Wargroove. Which is one of the downsides to it, because like, it, it isn't, you could just go Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts 3. Right. No. It's Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2, uh, whatever the GBA, um, yeah. GBA game was, whatever the PSP game was, whatever... Um, uh, whatever There's the like mobile a game, game. whatever the mobile game, which I don't nope. even think came out in America. I think it was Japan only. Yeah. Well, it's in like, America now. It's on those discs. So. Oh, is yeah. it? Okay. It's like it's you can so get all dumb. the games. So uh, the, it's it's tough though because the yeah like two ended the game like two had an ending. Yeah. Yeah. Both series. And then the thing, they continued yeah. it. And the thing is, is and and. And this doesn't have the combat to me that's as interesting as Final Fantasy XV to to mm-hmm. carry you through those crappy moments. That yeah. I hear it's a lot of map, like you could just mash your way through fights and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So that that's for me. For me, it's just like I'm not going to continue this game. No, I'm going to go out and find something else. So <laughs> yeah, the search continues. Yeah, the search continues for me to find a game I really want to play. Besides Wargroove, which I really love, I think the game is a lot of fun. Uh, it's kind of challenging, actually. It got really a lot more difficult than I expected. Uh, I got a little bit greedy, and I really got killed for that fast. Um, <laughs> overextended. And it reminded me of Advance Wars very fast when I overextended. And I'm like, ah, now I remember that you can't do that like this. You have to go slow. Um, but I'll just move all my units up. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, I flash back immediately to the backseat of somebody's. Like, I remember playing Advance yeah, Wars. Down to Maryland, right? Yes, down in Maryland. And I'm sitting there, like, playing it nonstop all the way down on my GBA. And I'm just like, I. Uh, yeah, I, I, you have to take your time. It, that was like two battles. It was like, it was like, no, you know what I mean? Like, it was like orchestrated battles. This one, I'm just like, fly, fly, thry. I'm like, oh, God, I'm way overextended <laughs> and it's over with. So, uh, but it's a lot of fun. I do like the game quite a bit. So I'm enjoying that. Yeah. Uh, and the platforms, Switch platforms, great idea because I can drop it in on home on the dock and play it. And then most of the time it's handheld, but I could still pop it in the TV if I want to. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. save states are great because you can just turn it off. And... Yes, yes. The, the standby mode, everything is just kind of like, so much easier like I, I can pop it on at work make a few moves turn it off get back to work you know what i mean like it's a good breather game it really is so and it's it's a brain teaser thing for me so it does reset my for work it actually works very well <laughs> uh so but yeah so that's what i've been up to uh tony uh let's see a couple different things so um last week uh nintendo had to direct actually i don't mm-hmm. think i had yes. any of that news there uh, so i'll talk about that but uh the shadow dropped a couple things uh during the direct uh, one of which was the uh, Demon X Machina or Machina, whatever they call it, um, which is like that mech game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they dropped a demo of that um, to get some feedback for that. So that was pretty cool. Um, it's definitely like an old like B title where it's like mid tier, like not. It, it, there's no way it's triple A right. at all. Mm-hmm. But it's just you know it's fun. It's like um, what are those old robot games? Armored Core. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you remember that, yes. it, it, yep. it's exactly it's almost exactly like Armored Core, and it's just cool. It's like, all right, customize your robot. Like, cool. Um, I actually like know. those games back. Yeah, in the you day, could like so. you could pick up like an, uh, a truck and just like fling it at an enemy, like you know, just mm-hmm. steal their weapon and stuff like that. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, they shadow dropped uh, a new battle royale game, <laughs> the big one. That's what I'm waiting <laughs> for you to talk about, actually. So go on, Tetris ninety nine. <laughs> yes, so it's you yeah. versus ninety eight other players in uh, a Tetris uh, royale game. And like I just remember going like, "Holy shit, those madmen! They actually did it." Because I'm pretty sure we joked about this before. We're I'm like, sure, like I'm whatever sure. battle royale, and it's like Tetris battle royale. It's like, oh my god, they actually I saw, did it. I saw a funny tweet today where the guy was like, "He's like, you know, if you're having a bad day, just remember somewhere out there is 
ranked 99 in Tetris right yeah. now. <laughs> Somebody oh takes 99. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I, I started feeling good because, like, I tried it. So the nice thing about this, it's free if you have a Nintendo Online subscription. So you just download it and play it. Cool. Um, so I was feeling really good because, you know, I, I haven't played Tetris in a while. Uh, and I was like, well, you know, I'll just see how I do. First game, I got second place. So I was pretty proud of that. I was like, wow. all right, that's, that's pretty nice. Um, but that game is so ridiculous because so there is some nuance to it. There's some strategy. And you're like, well, how is their strategy, Tony? Because like all you do is you play your own Tetris board. No, 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 no. So there it's are speed yeah. based, right? So yeah. partially it, it is speed based. Um, okay. But what happens is in other versus modes of Tetris, you send your garbage, which is like when you delete multiple lines, you send your garbage to your opponent. Mm -hmm. But with 98 opponents, it's like, well, what the fuck? So you can actually direct your garbage in different ways. So there's one, and you use the right thumbstick to select this. So you can send your garbage to random players, and it'll just send it to whatever, random players. You could set it to go after the people with the highest KOs. Uh, you can send it to the people who are attacking you. And uh, I think there's one more that I forget off the bat. But, like, there's a strategy where it's like, you know, like, you could build your board up and just drop, like, huge Tetris chains. But, like, it kind of draws attention because now all of a sudden you're attacking a lot of people and they're, like, all aiming at you. And I'll just say, like, there's a really good effect that whenever somebody is targeting you, because, like, in the middle of the screen is, like, your Tetris board. And then all around it on both sides, you just see mini Tetris boards, like, really mini Tetris boards. Whenever somebody's targeting you, there's a yellow line that goes from their board to, like, the center of your screen diagonally there. Hmm. So, like, I remember when I, like, cleared, like, two charges in a row. Like, all of a sudden, I saw all these people pointing at me. And it's, like, there's, like, an icon. It's, like, nine players are attacking you. I'm, like, holy fuck. Like, get off my nuts. Like, you know, stuff like that. But it's hilarious. Um, some uh, Tetris professional players have actually given a try in their uh, doing really well on it and everything like that. But uh, I, I just got to say, it's really fun because, like, when you end it, it'll show, like, the entire list of, like, 1 through 99, like, all the players. And it's really funny because, like, you see, like, who wins and stuff and just, like, like you know, I love my kids, 79, something like that, or, like, you know, Rachel G or something like that. It's like, who the fuck are these people that are, like, secret, like, grandmasters at Tetris? It's like... Yeah, well, what it, let me ask you, like, the battle royale aspect of it, like, how does it how does it work? Like, is it move? Like, you know how the circular? I think of battle royale. I think of a map no, moving yeah. in on you. It's not like battle royale. Like it's that. moving up on you, Jim. <laughs> it is okay. That's, that's the part. That's, okay, that's constantly yeah. moving up. Okay. Right. So the thing is, as time progresses, the speed, you know, kind of like a normal game of church, the speed at which your blocks start to fall drop, down. yeah, increases drastically. So like, when you're getting down to the top fifty and then the top twenty and stuff like that, you get these messages, and it's like goes into like overdrive so there's like okay yeah you know, all right so that's like your that. aspect of it okay i was trying to yep. think of what they would have done for battle royale with this that i'm like for, for yep. me it was like i was thinking of yeah uh, it's it just great you got to give it a try cool. especially i mean it's free um and then the other thing non-game but uh, i've been watching overwatch league yeah Corey has been doing yeah. as well uh i loved it because the first match at the fusion who you know is my team was against uh the london spitfire who as you may know if you listen to the podcast last year uh were the this opponents in the group Yep, and there was a rematch because we lost to them in the grand finals. Hmm. And I was like, oh, man, this could be, like, so bad because if they get stomped this first week, that first game, like, they could just go into, like, a season funk where it's like, oh, we're just losers. Like, we're always going to lose the Spitfire. They got crushed. We crushed the shit out of them. We embarrassed the fuck out of them so bad. It was like, what, 3-1 or something like that? Or I forget what it was, but it was just, like, embarrassing. We are like, you know what? Season 1 champs. That's good for you. This is season two. This is this is a whole new ball game. So I was really happy with that. And it's just been exciting just like just to see all the new blood in the game. 
um, just all the new professional yeah, eight new teams. So like there's a so, lot more car- uh, players, and the parity between like the teams is really like is there. It's like mm-hmm. you d- wouldn't think, oh, we're gonna add eight more teams, and there's gonna actually be like this level of competition, but. Like you have team A beating team C, then team C beating team B, but then team B beats eight, team A, and it's like, yeah, like whoa, Wait, like, try- I, it's a weapon's triangle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it really is. Yeah. So um, it's pretty neat to see that because uh, I, I was worried that the competition wouldn't be at, on par with what was last year, just because mm-hmm. the pool of players were going to be so much larger. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the interesting thing is, um, a, a lot of the teams that are new to the season two exclusive, you know, they they weren't in it last year. Uh, a lot of them gave uh, some of the veterans from last year a run for their money, and no, they um, Spitfire lost to. Uh, well, the um, new teams coming in were six and two against teams that were there last year. Yeah, so like it's pretty amazing how well they played, and the the um, Fusion versus Atlanta Rain that was probably the best match of the week uh, in my yeah. opinion. That went to the full five games, and the last map went to ninety nine ninety nine, like on both sides. So it was like. It was just one tick away from him, and the one player on Atlanta played Torb uh, at the end there, and like everyone was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> it was like the first time like uh, he played Torb before, but like this first time uh, a player in Overwatch League actually got an elimination with Torb. With Torb. <laughs> awesome, it's pretty hey, funny. The minute's changing. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's cool to see. Um, obviously, New York Celsius is doing well, and uh, Fusion's sure. doing well, so they're both two and zero. Oh, Excelsior is just gonna go all the way to the playoffs again until they can choke. That's cool. As a a Mets fan, I know this already. I don't even have to watch them. Uh, It's a Wilpon-owned team, trust me. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that's cool, though. I'm going to check this out. I have to watch this season a little bit. I I don't even play it that much anymore. No, I enjoy it. It's still still the the excitement of this. Like, next, if you guys go into the city for the finals, I will uh, count me in right now. I'm going. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I'm in. If 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 it's in Philly or New York, I don't know where it's going to be this year. Do they have it announced yet? No, no hopefully, so hopefully it's hopefully yeah. it's there again. one of those two, Philly or New York. Uh, so I'll go to one of those two, but or maybe maybe even Boston. I don't know, but we'll see. Uh, all right, um, uh, Corey, what else have you been up to? This is a lot more Apex Legends. I haven't really got a chance to do much. I, I was watching the Netflix show and stuff. You were binging, yeah. So, uh, Mike, how about you? I've been doing um, a fair amount of post game stuff in Mario Galaxy. Oh yeah, that's right. You Honestly. Mario. Oh yeah, sorry. Wow, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm never I, gonna call it Odyssey. Ever. I missed it. I missed it as well. You catch. <laughs> Go on. Well, you think yeah, of Odyssey yeah. as the Assassin's Creed game? James. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So and uh, then I've, I've also played Apex a few times too. Yeah, you're enjoying Apex like crazy, aren't you? You're buying all the loot boxes. No. <laughs> no. No, I know you are. You're playing with your friends. That's why. Yeah. Although I think I have enough of the whatevers to get like a character finally. Mm-hmm. Cool. Awesome, and there's new characters coming. Uh, they mm-hmm. just showed that today. Yeah, some leaks. Uh, just tying this in with this. Um, so yeah, expect. Um, what's there's another game mode coming, right? Survival or something like that. Yeah, there's leaks. Um, the survival think, mode and they, what are they talking duos about? And so- oh duos. yeah, yeah. So you yeah, duos and singles. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they bring with this game evolving. It's it's doing pretty well. Uh, it got beat last uh, week in. Uh, for, by Fortnite again on Twitch, I think for streaming. Yeah, but that it was only because the new season started in Fortnite, yes. and Epic was actually like you can earn the battle pass for free for season eight if you do like oh if you know, some <laughs> missions or something like that. Okay, well, they like, had a free weekend where like it was free to get like you would earn coins towards the battle pass. Okay, so they incentivize incentive 
Well, I'm, I'm messing incentivized. Up. Incentivized. That's, it, that's yeah. my role, Jim. <laughs> yeah, I had it right the first time I said it. I just stopped myself because I thought I missed it. Um, yeah, so no, that's definitely um, Apex has been killing it on this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So all right. Um, cool. Let's get into some news. Like we mentioned that there, uh, we have a couple of things here. Just the uh, Anthem is launching this week. If you hadn't known that, uh, EA has been putting a lot of marketing dollars behind it. Um, uh, I, I like your post, Tony, on our Discord about Jason Schreier's posts for it, yeah. um, because the game has been apparently finished back since it was delayed. Delayed originally, it was just yeah. moved away from Battlefield. But uh, <laughs> this game is un- incomplete. Uh, can be compared to Destiny's Destiny One's launch uh, right now, and I mean, Destiny One right now is a much more like final full game than yeah. <laughs> than uh, I feel like, and this has game breaking bugs in it that are about abound apparently. So as it launches, it needs a patch in it, or you know, if that was finished, this should be tweaked like crazy. Yeah. Uh, and there's no there's no tweaking. It's just it's like damage control day one essentially for this game. Um, so I. <laughs> They they're lucky they have Apex. That that's it. I mean, they're lucky. EA's lucky they have Apex. Uh, well, I, mean, I played the kill... division demo. Um, yeah. and, I, and and that is so much more fun to play than like I had way more fun playing that than I, I enjoyed the, uh, the little bit we played originally of division. Mm-hmm. Then we got tired of it. Um, but it'd be interesting to go back. It definitely and try feels like a much better game. Division two, like cool. Bull, cool. there's no, not bullet sponges. It's more like it's just like real tactical people. You know. You yeah, shoot people yeah. in the head, they die. It's not like you shoot people in the head and unload a whole clip in there and they don't do yeah. anything. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. Anthem is, they've got a problem on their hands. Hopefully, they stick by it and fix it or Bioware's dead. So, yeah, Tony, your reaction says it all right there. Uh, for those who don't have video, there was just silence, but yes. Um, all right. Uh, so, the last bit of news we have is the Nintendo Direct that happened last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Obviously, for me, it was a fantastic, amazing <laughs> direct. Um, it just because it happened to announce my favorite Zelda game of all time being remade, uh, and I had no idea. Tony, thank you for not. You posted nothing yeah. about it, and then I got in the next morning. I'm like, oh, let me check out this direct. And my jaw just, my jaw just dropped. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I, I watched crazy. that. Like when trailer. we play Apex Legends with Apple, he even mentioned it. I was like, whoa! Like I didn't realize he was even like tuned to that. Yeah. So. So Link's Awakening is being remastered, um, not even remastered, it's being remade uh, yeah. uh, into a, another, it, it's the same style, like overhead 2D, 2.5D kind of game. Yeah, it's not exactly the same, because uh, it's a lot at an angle. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it, two and a half D. But it looks amazing, and I can, I absolutely cannot wait. It's day one, day one, day <laughs> negative zero purchase from. I don't even. Whenever it goes up for pre-order, I'm pre-ordering it. So, yeah. uh, I'm super excited for this game. It looks fantastic. Yeah, uh, I agree with you because, like, uh, for me, you know, I know uh, we've talked, we had this discussion before about how, like, you could literally point to like any Zelda game, and it's like, you know what? There's a great defense, like, great case to be like, that is like somebody's favorite Zelda game. Like, mm-hmm. there are very few that I'd be like, really, that's your favorite Zelda game? Link, Link 2. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Link like 2. Like, right, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, Adventures of Link, I could see that. But uh, I mean, like, it's one of those things where, like, you know, you appreciate like the past, but then, the, I mean, Link's Awakening. I mean, this game originally came out on Game Boy, like, original ass yeah. Game Boy. Like, I don't even know if it counted as 8-bit. Maybe 4-bit? Uh, I mean, I don't uh, know what it counted as. Monochrome. I think it was 8-bit, but maybe yeah. it was 4. Monochrome, like, you know, like you had, like, green, dark green, and, like, black, and, like, you know, the just nothing at all. Um, but, like, what they packed into that game 
was so incredible. And I remember as a kid, like taking that, you know, on the road with us during the summer trips and stuff like that. And it's like you had a portable Zelda adventure mm-hmm. that felt exactly like, you know, Link to the Past and stuff like that. So it was just awesome. Um, and then just the different aspects of it with like the town and like the characters and the quest. Cause like they had a very lengthy, like, you know, for the time at least, uh, chain quest where it's like you get items, you trade it to an NPC to get a new one, you trade that to a different NPC and you got to figure it out. Um, and the story was actually, you know, not to spoil anything, but like it was actually kind of deep and dark for his Zelda yeah. story. Uh, yeah. So I was like, oh, like well, especially even... for a, a handheld game, right? Exactly for a handheld for kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for that to get the treatment, like I never thought that was going to happen because, like, it's just one of those like, eh, you know, it's like a Game Boy Zelda. Like, it's lower on the priority list in terms of like remake, but like to see it get like reclass like this, I'm like, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Especially after like you know uh, what they got to do with um, Samus Returns on 3DS, so. Yeah, uh, they it looks incredible what they're doing with it. So mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty psyched to see this. Um, I'd love to see A Link to the Past as well. If this, because mm-hmm. it reminds me. I'm sure me, they will. Yeah. I'm sure they will. So uh, I'd, I'd just love to see if they, obviously that's, you know, up there. I, if I had to rank Zelda's, it's, you know, Link to the Past is probably number one. And then this is there though. So it's like. <laughs> it's the only one I've ever played all the way through. <laughs> yeah. It's actually maybe Ocarina, but. Ocarina, I, I like, I but I, see, I, people loved yeah. Ocarina more than I think I did, and I, not that it's a bad game at all, but we're like, you know, for me, the special ones were these kind of Zeldas, because mm-hmm. Zelda, the first one, got was such a big game for me. Uh, I remember beating the game and, and, like, having to call Nintendo Hotline to ask if there's <laughs> anything more I can do. Uh, and the, <laughs> Is there anything? Yeah, and the guy's like, you finished? And I'm like, yeah, he's like, congratulations, you're done. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, congratulations. But, this cost you eight dollars to call yeah. Holland. Yeah, yeah, I remember this. Uh, so, um, but yeah, so yeah, I, I just I was so hooked on these kind of Zelda games, and I, you know, Ocarina was great. But I'm so psyched to see this game. And like I said, A Link to the Past, number one for me, and, and this is you know right there too. So it's like it's splitting hairs between. Mm-hmm. I, I just love this style of game. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so that that's big for me. What else was on this direct though? Go ahead, Tony. Uh, they showed off more uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, and unfortunately, it seems like I got pushed back. Uh, they didn't say it got pushed back, but it seems like it right. got pushed back because it's, I think, a July release date. That's okay. And all signs had pointed to a spring release. Um, so it's a little unfortunate, but um, again, you know, as long as the game comes yeah, out. Yeah, it, like, it looks good. I mean, the gameplay yeah. looks, I mean, it looks like Fire Emblem and it looks good. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, it looks like yeah. really cool. Exactly. So. And, uh, you know, I was talking on the movie cast how I finished uh, the Harry Potter series, and it seems like there's are taking a play yeah. out of that. With, <laughs> like, so the storyline with this one is interesting because. Um, you as the main character are a teacher at this academy for like noble noble houses and stuff like that um and there's three different houses which is why the game's not any three houses so you like teach students from these different houses and you know you could draw some parallelism uh to the harry potter stuff so i'm like oh that's an interesting take on the story and you know hopefully it comes out good but uh mm-hmm. yeah so that's july um another big announcement was uh mario maker 2 being announced uh for the june game which, uh, you know, I, hopefully you guys remember you talked about, like, Mario Maker 1 on Wii U is, like, such an, like, it was so great. It just came mm-hmm. out of nowhere, like... Um, yeah, I remember them people... announcing it, I'm like, this game looks stupid, and then people are just raving about how good this game is, though. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I the, when they first announced Mario Maker 1, I was like... Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah exactly. You know. it's, 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 it's such a hard concept where you see it initially, like, okay, like, so you're, you, you're releasing an official map. Yes, a map, you know, level yeah. trader. It's like, mm-hmm. you're charging $60 for that. But then when you see what you can do with that and, like, just the, the sheer brilliance of, like, how you can create these stages, um, yeah, it's really incredible. So I'm looking forward to the 
second one. Um, they showed off more Yoshi. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other big one for me was they showed off the new Platinum Games uh, yes. game, Astral Chain, Astral. Yep. which just looks off the hook. It looks like a cyberpunk futuristic game where um you play as one of two twins who have like this i don't know i don't even know how to describe it it's a typical platinum game where it's like they have this like armor it looks like it's spirit. a link it looks like a linked thing like i don't know what the yeah. linked aspect of the game is going to be but it yeah we're like, like you're you're, yeah. you're chained to yes. like this persona type thing yes where it's just yeah. like they they do all the fighting for you and whatnot so it just looks off the hook there um so that'll be crazy and that's coming this year too so uh, Nintendo's second half of the year um, with games they didn't even show, like Animal Crossing, the new Pokemon. Hopefully, uh, Animal Crossing is this year. I mean, we don't no, know. No, that. Poke- Pokemon is going to be this year, but yeah. I, Animal Both Crossing. Where's Bayonetta? Like, where's Bayonetta? Yeah, Bayonetta is another question mark. Yeah, I was um, this game before that. So yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we'll see. I don't know about Animal Crossing. I, I, I have, I have worries about that game actually coming out this year. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it could, but uh, I think with their initiative, like, you know, they said this year is... It doesn't really matter. As long as Pokemon makes October, November, it, it nothing needs to come out. Nothing. Yeah, no, you're right, you're out. right, you're right. Nothing nothing absolutely needs to come out. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, I think they just showed off the, you know, stuff coming out in the next, like, six to seven months, and then yeah. at E3, we'll get another... We'll get the yeah. fall update, I think. Right, that yeah. More close... Some holiday. September, October season. updates, yep. yeah. Oh, and so. then uh, the other thing, minor, but they announced that um, Joker uh, is going to come out in April, for sure, yeah. so that's pretty cool. It's yeah. not too far away. Oh, cool. And in that same update is going to be Smash 3.0 update, so, um, you know, hopefully, you know, uh, I know, Mike, you talked about you finished World of Light. I would love to see them add even more, like, challenges. I don't know if you dug into the challenges yet, uh, I would love to see like maybe stadium return, you know, with the uh, home run derby and stuff like that, or like break the targets. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's an example of like post DLC content where, you know, I think it would do wonders to just like expand the life of the game. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into our topic of the night. The price of games. Uh, should it go up? Uh, should it stay the same and monetize? Should it go up and monetize? Should it have DLC as a supplement of the income? There's a lot of options here, guys. Uh, I'd like to know where each of you stand on this. Um, I feel like the, the base price of the game should go up. I think sixty nine, actually seventy nine ninety nine is actually more reasonable, but sixty nine ninety nine is where it should go next gen. Uh, and I still feel like they need to then still release the same exact content DLC and uh, monetize as well because they still need to keep these studios in business and it will help us get those games that we're waiting, like for me, I'm waiting for these single player games that they're not going to take chances on if they're going to keep losing money on. And by increasing the $10 per copy, I think that helps. Uh, it doesn't help a lot, but it helps. Uh, so uh, I don't know. That's, that's where I look at it. I think it does need to increase the base price, the retail price. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Uh, I say uh, it doesn't necessarily need to do that as long as everything has all these microtransactions now. I don't see that $10 breaking them either way but i think we'll get those anyways i still think it needs to go up for us like for me who doesn't buy the you know loot boxes or anything i like know that. we don't but we're being supplemented by the people who do but with those systems sure um, i but i think by increasing it by 10 my, my point was this the, is they still get those whales and then they'll still get the ten dollars more per person the thing the thing i do think they might do though instead is there will be some sort of either challenge mode or shoehorned multiplayer in most of those single player games kind of like what happened with uncharted 
mm-hmm. where there will be a reason to continue to have that ongoing yeah. microtransaction loot yeah. box well, model. I'm- and with but with pretty much every game having that, then they can get away with keeping the flat sixty. 65 maybe like if they want to really like you gotta make it a, you can't make it 64.99 you have to do 69.99 i think you can't go up by five dollars i think i i don't know if they really even need to go up if as long as they get their microtransactions i mean actually, i understand your argument i get that they do make enough money from so, them right so so hold on yes. set, set that aside what about single player games like like purely single no, player games? No I, I think, boxes, no I think you, you create a challenge mode or something, kinda like what like the Arkham games had or something that you could even do in God of War where it still costs money to add on. You're still well, spending you, money to do that. No. You know, first of all, not necessarily because that could be just stuff where you're competing against people online to increase scores on pre-existing levels. Maybe you can like update with just having them have different objectives within the same level. Yeah, but then, that, but, but most single-player games you don't like run but the, through again. But you know, no, like, no, no, you're not. You're not listening. <laughs> A challenge mode that's separate where you're competing like oh, scores okay, on certain it, okay. things. All right, and it's something it. where you might want to have other like things added to it like with loot boxes or maybe you could share something online some sort of incentive to make you want to have like aesthetics or if it's a true single player game you could have even boosts or cheating (laughs) pretty much through microtransactions like those quick fatalities in the old mortal Kombat games and stuff like that oh yeah yeah i forgot about that so i think uh as long as they can find a way to do that and i think they will even in single player games i don't see a need to up those the, the base price anymore, but if you really want to appeal to the purists, maybe and don't do that, and just say like we need to ha- char- keep this game fully single player. We won't have any microtransactions, like, but because of that, it'll be ten dollars more. Let's take like Witcher maybe four. We'll do that. Witcher four. Let's take Witcher four. It doesn't exist, but let's say it does. Sixty nine ninety nine, not fifty nine ninety nine. Just the base game. Forget the other stuff at all. Just forget the other stuff. People would. Yeah, people well, buy it. I think I think you'd have a problem if it was you're the only one. Like you, you get you, you need to have everybody. Do oh it. no no, it needs to be it needs to be the rest retail price. Yeah, you're right, and, and start, this so. is what I've been saying. Where I, it will be very interesting towards the end of this year when we finally start to hit the details of PS5 and Xbox, whatever Scarlet. Whatever. Yeah. I I honestly believe they are both going to hike like. They're both going to hike up the price to sixty nine ninety nine. Just for, even for their first party games. Let's not forget about third absolutely. party. Yeah, absolutely. And as soon as they do, because here's the thing, like Sony has you by the ball. Like Spider Man, God of War, Last of Us Two, they could easily charge sixty nine ninety nine for oh, any easily. of those games. Yeah, yeah. easily, 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 easily. And it like, I mean, God of War is a God of War is a great example of a game. What is, they have nothing extra for that game. Sixty nine ninety nine would have been easily spent for that game, and they would have made an extra ten dollars a game. Mm-hmm. And you're saying times, they should attack something times on 10 Mike? million times 10 million copies you know, an extra hundred. Uh, that's I, just the the way the game that everything is going people are want to be charged less you're, for games you're saying, not you're more saying when they come out but they're they're willing to take microtransactions sure, but you're in saying, any form. so i think that's the way that they're going to go more like you're saying that they should have le- left it at 59.99 but charged like 10 bucks for challenge mode no, well, yeah, or have some sort of mode where there's a continuous sort of reason to go back and to have like little perks that you can upload 
or but, download. Right. But I mean, so the thing is, like, they're already doing that. The, it, and this falls under the games as a service. Like, any game that continues to get it, which God of War did, they got like the the new game plus mode or or whatever. Sure. Yeah, it was a free update. Uh, Spider Man got you know free updates uh, uh, in addition to DLC stuff. Even like uh, Mario Odyssey and Zelda, they got both you know combination of uh, free and paid DLC stuff because. You know, for the the publisher aspect, if they can't charge you more upfront, they want you to at least keep the games and prevent reselling or trading in or borrowing. Because, you know, every time they do that, that's a, a, a share that they can't they can't get. Like, you know, Mike, for example, you bought my copy of God of War off of me. That's a sale that yeah. Sony didn't get. You yeah. know, um, yeah. and it's just an example of uh, they want you to keep these games, and that's why something like Fortnite or or now Apex Legends, yeah, these games are free to play and there's loot box. But the thing is. Again, they might not be taking money away from the other publishers, but what they're taking away is time, which mm-hmm. is almost just as valuable because it's user engagement. Like, why why would you go out now right now if uh, you're you know a teenager or a young adult that does, you know has to live paycheck to paycheck or part time or whatever? It's like, hey, uh, EA is trying to sell you this uh, sixty dollar at least version of Anthem uh, that also requires you know either Xbox Live or PlayStation Plus, um, rather than playing Apex Legends with your friends for free. Yeah. Because you know, Anthem is a is a multiplayer only game, you know, online only game. And it's like what you're supposed to play with you're supposed to like let's just take this podcast for example. It's like, guys, let's all get uh Anthem. We're gonna spend a collective, you know, two hundred and forty dollars to play this game, or we can just play Apex Legends for zero. Yeah. Like yeah. It's See, that's the weird. other thing for these these online only games though. I don't think I think it's almost the opposite that you shouldn't get away with what like Destiny does where the expansions sort of lock out other people with these big paywalls of like $30 each. The way that the free-to-play games have become so popular and much money, I don't think you can justify doing that anymore hmm. for like an online looter-shooter type of game. I think expansions need to be free. But you, if, if you're charging like the full price for a game that comes out, and then you have loot boxes in addition to that for a game that's a, as a service. I don't really think people are going to accept these sort of DLC pack expansions anymore in addition to all of the other microtransactions. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Corey. I, mean, oh, I was yeah. going to ask Corey. Because, yeah, Corey, what have you been thinking? No, I, was, um, I was just saying where if your, your example of The Witcher and like a, a game coming out and saying, oh, we're going to charge this stuff. You can't do that. You have to have everybody behind you. And I don't. I, I'm not saying now. I'm no. saying next generation. All games sure. are. <laughs> I mean, if everybody comes out and does that, that's one thing. But uh, I don't know. I just. I, think I mean, it's it, so ingrained right now in people's minds, and the fact that you have these free-to-play games that are giving people all this content, like you were just saying, Tony, like your argument saying of saying like time. Yeah, I, I just don't. I don't see people not walking at it going up when there's so many free games. It's going to be hard to say, like, all right, I'm going to buy Last of Us 2 for $70, but at the same time, I can play, you know, Fortnite and Apex Legends. Sure. You could say, you get different different entertainment out of something else, but if if you want that single player game, I think. No, I understand. But I'm saying, like, 
Last like, of Us Two will also have a multiplayer. I mean, mode, you can make the same <laughs> argument nowadays about like mobile games and whatnot. I mean, you could go get free mobile games on your phone for whatever, all you want to play, and you could you could use that as an alternative. But most people are still playing on game consoles. Yeah, but again, so yeah, the it's argument different, though, Jim, like you're still playing on a game console when you're playing Apex Legends, right? True. And yeah, like the fact yeah. that like you're, I'm sorry, Tony, just like no, no, go ahead. I think like the the price point is going to be so hard to move for these companies. That's that's my thing. Is like. Yes, Microsoft and Sony and even Nintendo, they're going to have to work together to move this price point because sure. as, like, if you don't do if they don't do that, that's not going to happen. It's not I don't see it happening next gen because um, I don't see them working together to do that. Sony Sony does not play ball with these other companies as we've seen yeah, but already. I know, but but the thing is it, it the, this is the aspect where they don't because all right, so the $60 price point, the 59.99 that everybody's used to, that happened with Microsoft. Yeah, okay? Mm-hmm. Because up until then, PS2 games, Xbox One games, GameCube games, those were all $49.99. Xbox 360 came out, and they're like, hey, guys, games are better. Games are in high definition now. Yeah. But right? I don't you need see that shit. jump. as like th- That jump was huge, significant jump sure. from going from standard definition to HD. That That's not what we but, don't see but that. There's, sure, there's also, it's also gone the other way, too, because there were some N64 games that were $70. Right. Well, I know that's carts, like, right. that's Yeah, I know that, but... Format. No one, yeah, but you're still that's getting not, into, that's still a game though. No, you're, I know. Game. You're, also, you're also getting into uh 4K discs now coming up. Right. You're and that's what I was gonna mention. Yeah. Like like the sixty dollars, I'm sorry, the sixty dollars that you're spending on a video most of the, your video games a day, and especially the triple A stuff, whether it's Call of Duty, whether it's Last of Us, whether it's God of War, Spider-Man, Legend of Zelda. Those games, like you can't objectively say that these games have less content than the sixty dollars games no, back two thousand six. And I'm not arguing that it shouldn't go up because I agree. Like I want these companies to make money, and I think that we are like these games are the cheapest they've ever been right. for the yeah. price of what they that, cost. Thank you. That's what I was going to mention. Uh, yeah. so, and, and I agree. They need to go up. I just think with the fact that you have all these alternatives, uh, even mobile games, like yeah, those alternatives are going to keep people from buying these games and especially if they see games going up in price it's going to keep them going away and i think that's going to scare these companies from doing that specifically uh you're and right. that's why you're getting these special editions that are 80 dollars and no absolutely i mean that's that's that was that's, the tried and true classic of like getting the premium users the hardcore users to spend more money to mm-hmm. you know artificial because that's what it called it all comes down to to average sale price asp like mm-hmm. uh for example like when pokemon let's go launch last year like uh, Nintendo revealed that their average sale price was around $75, which was like crazy because that meant approximately half the people were buying that bundle with the Pokemon uh, Go uh, Plus accessory, which yeah. you know cost them, I, I doubt, $20 to make, and they're selling it for an additional $50 or $40 tacked on. Accessories always are where you make your money. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes. Um, so the thing is, like, yeah, I, I agree with Corey, like, you know, it, especially with entertainment being so readily available that's what i'll say mm-hmm. and not even just video games again point to netflix point to hulu point to youtube anything yep. that takes your attention and keeps you doing something else other than what these companies want you to be doing with their platform or their product is a threat in some regard um but i think if you're a, a fan like you know let's say like jim or mike when you love those single player experience and i do too but like when you're like i want these single player experiences like i want my red dead redemption 2 i want my god of war i want my spider-man stuff like that again we have seen so many third-party companies, especially just in the, fa- the past few years, fail spectacularly in terms of like getting products out the door. Whether it's Tomb Raider, whether it's um, God, like I'm, I'm just, 
I can't even think of one off the top of my head, but like you just name these games. And it's like, yeah, they sell a couple million copies, which you're like, wow, that's great. And they're like, yeah, we lost money or, you know, whatever. It's like, what do you mean you lost money? It's like, because these games are just so expensive to it's develop. Like, what was it like uh, 10 million Tomb Raider? The first Tomb Raider came out. They sold like 10 million. It wasn't enough. Right. Exactly. Well, that, that's the other thing is like $10 is not going to like save Tomb Raider. Like uh, 10, like, and it's going to, you're going to lose sales. Well, $10 is, what is it? $10, $10 million. <clears throat> That's a lot more money. That's a hundred million. Do the math I mean, so it's a balancing act because these are all different. So these are all different knobs. It's like, all right, you could adjust the price. You could adjust the, uh, how much content you have in your games. You know, you can adjust I, I, how much goes into DLC. It's a balancing act. Cause yeah, I agree. A lot of these publishers are scared of shit because nobody wants to be the first one to pull the trigger and be like, right. our game is sixty nine ninety nine. I yeah. do think actually, uh, it has to be the first party to announce it. Yeah, be. absolutely. Yeah. No, I do think actually though, Witcher 4 or whatever, which doesn't exist, but CD Projekt Red has such a good user reputation. They might be the ones who get away with it. They could come out with saying, we'll give you some free DLC and extras, whatever the fuck, $80 for this Wait. game because we were committed to your, a single-player experience. Didn't Square charge more back in the day for their Final Fantasy game Like because it came on like five discs or four discs? Didn't yeah. they charge more for that game? Yep. So, I mean, so they had the power back then to do no, that. It's happened before. Again, remember yeah. the carts that they were occasionally yeah, I mean, seventy dollars. Six like Ocarina of Time, and that was like yeah. eighty dollars. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It was a memory pack, though. It came with a memory pack. But like, the other the I other difference though, between back, back then is everyone can complain on the internet now together, which was not but the case. I think that you could do potentially is you can have the, I mean, because they're doing that right now. Like you're saying, like um. um like the with the CG CD project, you have the eighty dollars special version. Yeah, you do have that. Yeah, that's true. Free DLC and stuff. Um, but like you have that, maybe you have games that come out on disc that are like more expensive, but then digitally they're ten dollars cheaper and they're sixty dollars. Yeah, you could do that. I think mm -hmm. that might help, um, but I also think that I I just see that the like. I still see them bringing this monetization is not going away. This is going to happen in every game. Loot boxes, loot crate, all that stuff's going to happen. Uh, DLC is going to become, you know, the season pass thing's not going away. See, the, the thing is, I've seen lately, I think season pass is D going away. DLC has taken a hit. Like, there's an, I used, there was a stretch here, like maybe the last 10 years, where you expected like DLC packs for every like big so, game. And now they're not there anymore because they're not really worth it to them. Not enough people so are buying them now, separately. It changes just to monetization than free content. Monetization or a, or a single like season pass so, premium thing. I mean, it's gonna go the battle pass route where like the season you're gonna yeah. pay yeah. for the season and then they have that season of content, or you're gonna have the monetization. You cannot yeah. lock people out of content anymore. I'm not. I'm not going to say that that's not that's not the case but i still think the bottom value needs to come up to 69.99 without a doubt in this I generation just, i just I mean, think that when happening they're totally different i just yeah, think, I, I think when, it happens, uh, I think it happens. Yeah. when the like most played games on the market are free like that's a hard sell it's not yeah. it's not i mean i'm telling you like seriously like you know i understand I, you like you would no, pay 70 dollars for a game last I understand part that. two let's take last of us part two that's a bad one. Because Corey, you're saying you want to pay $99 for Borderlands 3 right now. No, that's what I'm saying. A super fan <laughs> would pay but anything. That, but that, that's exactly what you hit, Corey. That's exactly what you hit. Okay, when you price this game $10 initially, but you're you still are losing, aiming. Though. You're losing. You're not losing. It's a balancing. All right. So, yes. Okay, so obviously you're going to lose some people that are like, yep, $10, that's the breaking point for me. But there are people, there's a certain mm -hmm. amount of people that are going to buy that game no matter what you price it at, right? 
no matter what. Like they're yeah. like day they one. I don't care. Dollars on the board. Right. That's what I'm so. saying. So like <laughs> for the day one price until they they drop the price in one month, two months, three months, four months, you can either get an extra ten dollars or not. And that's, that's what I think is going to come down. I, 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 I honestly think that that ten dollars though, like. I do agree. You need that ten dollars, but I don't think that ten dollars is making it or breaking them. I see, but here's the thing: I think you hook more people at fifty-five dollars than I know fifty-five. Right? It's not make or break it, but it's just maximizing the ROI. That's yes. what it is. Like, you know, I mean, I think you need more people to get the game, to play the game, no, no, to get those monetization parts where like let's, the skins and all that stuff. Let's, let's look at networks. Let's look at Xbox Live. Uh, Xbox Live increased their the price. What's the price? Do you know what the price is? Fifty nine ninety. I haven't yeah, paid okay. for Xbox Live. It's like sixty. Yeah. Exactly. You haven't paid full value also for xbox live and how long and that's the idea like if the ba- if the if the max price is 60 dollars, that's what they're charging but they know they're gonna get like 55 50 per unit that's more acceptable than if-